0: Adam, what was it about the Constitution that captivated you, that made you want to specialize in this particular topic?
1: Well, of course, the Constitution deals with so many fundamental issues. I remember I went to law school, not certain that I wanted to be a lawyer, not certainly not with any idea that I wanted to be a law professor, but I went because I thought it was a good place to get a good education. I thought it might open up some doors for me. I was a little lost but when I was in constitutional law class, I really found myself invigorated. I found myself wanting to learn more. I found myself studying outside of class issues that weren't even assigned in class. I found a passion for it. And what was it about it? I don't know. For me, it was really maybe a mix of uh, constitutional law is always a mix of our most fundamental values, a little bit of political theory, and a lot of history. And those just tended to be things that really, really attracted me. The idea that I could study constitutional law and come to a better understanding of our most fundamental rights was really attractive.
0: What do you think would surprise our listeners about this document, which, by the way, is what, about 250
1: years old? So many things would surprise people. I always have my students on the first day of constitutional law class read the Constitution. And when they read it, they're often surprised because we think of the Constitution as primarily about establishing our individual rights. And that's certainly one of the things that the Constitution does. But that part of the Constitution was in some ways almost an afterthought that the main heart of the Constitution really is about setting up the federal government, about establishing the three different branches of government, the executive, the legislature, and the judiciary, and trying to divvy up power between those three branches. And Madison, one of the main writers of the Constitution, believed that you didn't need a bill of rights to identify particular liberties that individuals would have, but that liberty would be preserved simply by the balance of powers between the three branches of the government. And so when my students read the Constitution, they're often surprised that how little the Constitution says about the important issues of the day, whether there's a right to health care or whether there's a right to education, whether there's a right to some kind of safety net if you're unemployed and can't uh, can't afford food. And the kinds of things that you might include in a modern Constitution just simply aren't there in our Constitution. And so one of the surprising things that happens with students is they realize how much the Constitution needs to be Created or constructed by people, judges in particular, rather than being provided to us by the founders 250 years ago. By
0: constructed, do you mean whether they would have a narrow or broad interpretation of the Constitution?
1: Yes, but also what are particular rights that are protected? You know, almost any right that you can identify beyond freedom of speech and freedom of religion, a lot of the rights that you might want or seek are not rights that are included in the Constitution because it was written so long ago. And so when I say constructed, so much of our modern constitutional law has been created by judges trying to come up with the best understanding of the vague and ambiguous and let's face it, not very many words of the Constitution.
0: for coffee. Thanks so much.